Hello everybody and welcome to the show. I'm your host Jeremy. The only time is right now. So thank you for using your right now by being here with me. Enjoy the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I am so excited about today's episode. Today, we are talking about clearing conversations, clearing the air, because I think most of us would agree, if not everybody, that having better relationships is going to improve our life. And when we hold on to bitterness, when we hold on to unforgiveness, when we hold on to relationship trauma, when we hold on to that tension, it's kind of like drinking poison, expecting the other person to die. So what are the point of clearing conversations? Clearing the conversations are, clearing conversations are to repair a relationship or to build upon a relationship. So the most important thing we have to do is understand is first of all, having awareness about what we want out of this conversation. What intention do we want for this conversation? We want to be in a place of love and clearing the space and making it a safe space for a for you to speak and for the other party to speak. And for me personally, this has been used in the past very recently, I might add to clear out resentment in my family specifically. And I was carrying resentment and they had no idea. What's interesting about this whole process is that the speaker, the one who's initiating the clearing conversation, this is unburdening. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. You're not unburdening. You are taking responsibility. You're taking responsibility for the burden that you place upon yourself, okay? You're not unloading on somebody. So I'm just going to walk you through a six-step process to clear the air with somebody. And like I said, this could be for a family member. This could be for a friendship. This could be for an ex or current partner. This could be for a coworker. This could be about the cashier that you see every single day, the person that gets your coffee every single day. If there's some sort of buildup within you, if there's some sort of unspoken words or unspoken feelings, it's important to clear the air. So the first thing that you need to do when you're having a clear, uh, clearing conversation is you want to get grounded in that intention of love, as I said a moment ago and clearing the space, okay? Because the ultimate goal is to, as I said, build upon or repair the relationship because relationships carry baggage. It's just the reality of things, especially when it comes to family, like decades of conversations, words, hurt, resentment, a number of things, a number of things. So we set the intention and well, I guess technically then this would be a seven step process because we're going to set the intention of love. Okay. And then the next thing we're going to do is we're going to ask permission. 
So we're going to say straight up to the other party, I would like to clear with you. Are you open to having a clearing conversation? The reason we want to do that is so we can create a safe space to talk. And some people might say yes. Some people might say no. It's okay. There's no right or wrong. So let's just say they say yes. Okay. So the second thing that we do in this situation is we state what is happening, what's going on, what's coming up for us. Basically, what you've been avoiding speaking about with that person. So, for example, what I'm avoiding speaking to you about is I was really triggered I didn't get the invite to your party. Or I was upset that I didn't get the invite to your wedding, which is a realistic thing that people, some people will go through. Okay. So that's what you're going to do. You're going you're gonna to state what you've been withholding, what I have been avoiding speaking to you about, to that person about. And just so you know, clearing conversations, it's, it's like a muscle. <laughs> you're going to have to exercise. You got to exercise it. It takes time to get really comfortable doing this because it's, it's a challenge. It's uncomfortable, especially at the beginning, but it gets easier, I would say. So what I'm avoiding speaking to you about is X, Y, Z. Next step is you're going to share your responsibility. You're going to take ownership right here. So what you'll say is what I experienced in that moment was X, Y, Z. And you got to put a name to it. Sadness, disappointment, hurt, jealousy, right? And you're taking full responsibility in your role. Because a lot of times, and I've said this several times on my show, some of you guys might be tired of me saying this, but it's honestly one of my favorite quotes in the history of philosophy. It goes, I believe it's Confucius. Either way, it's a Chinese proverb and it goes, those who blame others have a long way to go in their journey. Those who blame themselves are halfway there. And those who blame no one have arrived, right? So we're acknowledging our ego in this space. We are taking full responsibility for our interpretation and our role, right? We're just sharing our experiences. So I didn't get the invite to my buddy's wedding. I thought I was going to be there. What I'm experiencing, what I experienced in that moment is anger, resentment, jealousy of my other friends. Like, oh, you're not getting an invite to my wedding. Shock, disappointment. I was hurt. So you're telling this person the experience. And it's like, listen, this had nothing to do with you. This is what I experienced. Okay. So again, you're not projecting on them. You're taking ownership of this. Okay. The next piece, the next step in this process is you're going to tell them the stories that you created about yourself, about myself. I'm going to tell you the stories that I made up about myself. So for example, if we're going to go along with the wedding story, right? The stories that I made up about myself are, I'm not a good friend. I'm not worthy of being in your presence. I'm not liked. I'm not cool enough. 
my time, my space is insignificant. I'm not valuable. So you're basically sharing the thoughts, the stories that have come up in your mind throughout this process. So that's step number five. The stories that you made up about yourself are X, Y, Z. And what's really powerful about this is if you start to write down the stories that you create in your world, it's so mean. It's so mean. And just thinking about how often that we say this to ourselves. I'm not worthy. I'm not cool enough. I'm not valuable. I'm not worth someone else's time. I'm not worth a seat at that table. Right? Now we do this all the time. These are just stories that we're creating up. So now you're expressing what you tell yourself to the other party. The next step, step number six, is you tell the other person, the stories I made up about you are, and just to be clear, this isn't dumping. We're not dumping on this person, <laughs> okay? We're not using this as a vehicle to express our emotional charge, okay? The like, again, we have to elaborate and we have to hammer home these are just stories i'm not saying that you did this or this was your intention but this is the story that i made up about you you didn't invite me to your wedding the stories i made up about you are you don't like me you are inconsiderate you are you don't care about people you don't care about me some stories that I've been telling myself about you is that you don't care about me, that we're not friends anymore, that being that me not being invited to your wedding, that your wife might not like me, your husband may not like me, that your parents may not like me, that I'm not a part of the friend group anymore, that we're not close and our friendship is over, right? Things like that. And you want to tell them these are stories that I've created and just continuing to make sure that you hammer that home. I've been making a story. I have been making a story. Because you're bringing this person, you're bringing the other party into your thought process, right? And again, you're not projecting, you're not dumping on this person. You're just bringing them into your world of what you've been thinking about and the tension that you've caused within yourself. And then the final piece is, you declare a commitment or you can make a request. All right. So, for example, what you can count on me in the future is XYZ. To be very clear, to be urgent in my communication, to be upfront and honest with you, to be aware of my judgment, etc. My commitment to you moving forward is to not make any assumptions or overanalyze your words or lack of words. Instead, I'll come to you and ask for clear communication. It wasn't fair of me to you to create this story in my head, to let this tension go unaddressed and draw us further apart as friends. So that last step, step number seven, you make a commitment. You make a declaration. This is what you can count on me moving forward. You've acknowledged the stories. 
you've taken the responsibility. You've shared what you've created in your mind. You've sh- about them, about yourself, and then you're gonna you're gonna make it clear what happens moving forward. Another thing you could do in this case, in step number seven, is ask if they have any questions or make a request. Do you have any requests of me or can I make a request of you? If you want to take it to this level of ex- for this specific example, like, oh, you didn't invite me to your wedding. I mean, that's I would like to think that this person's only going to get married one time. But for the sake of invitations or text or something like that going unanswered, my request going forward is that you acknowledge that you've received my texts. My request of you going forward is that you acknowledge, hey, this is um uh this is only for this group of friends tonight. So that's step seven is to make a declaration and or make a request. And the reality is they don't necessarily have to accept the request. We're just clearing the air and trying to set expectations. So the receiver might say, thank you. Um, is there anything else? And you'll, you'll say no, unless there is something else. And then hopefully there'll be some sort of feedback, right? Now, it's important to ask them for their thoughts and let them share the other party. Because in my experience with these conversations, there is thoughts. There are thoughts by the other party. Um, not saying like, Hey, there's going to be an apology, but there might be like, Oh my goodness. I didn't realize that, um, that you felt that way. That was totally not my intention. And then they could make a declaration moving forward as well. So these, these types of conversations, they are so powerful. They are so powerful because then we find out, we come to find out how in our head that a lot of us are how many times these thoughts run across our brain every single day how all these how all these conversations go unspoken go unsaid and it's really sad so this is a powerful powerful tool to keep in your arsenal and what you're gonna what you're gonna notice once you start exercising this you're gonna feel liberation you're gonna feel bonding you're gonna this you're getting vulnerable you're getting raw with this person and vulnerability is arguably the most courageous thing that you could do. I know me, I've personally had several clearing conversations over the past week, and I just automatically feel lighter, like unburdened. And here's here's another tip. You could take notes. There's no harm in that. I know some of the biggest conversations in my life I had to take notes for. No shame in that. You want to take notes, write these questions down, or write, write out what you plan on saying and say, hey, uh, I want to clear the air and I actually have some notes that I want to share too, just so I can keep my thoughts together. Is that okay? If you, once you follow, you follow the, uh, the framework and you're going to feel so much lighter. Your relationships are going to build. You're going to have much more clarity in your relationships. And again, this could be for your wife, your husband, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your coworker, your friends, the barista, doesn't really matter. Because at the end of the day, what's happening on the other side of the table has nothing to do with you. And that mirrors right back to you. 99% of the time, 
you're triggered, that's something that's going on in you. So, we get to clear the air on that. We get to have clearing conversations about that. Your relationships will improve. So I'm telling you, this is gonna be such a powerful tool to have in your arsenal. Because I've done a lot of studying, whether that's philosophy, religion, Taoism, quantum physics, a number of different realms and ideas. And what's beautiful about all of that is when you study these things, there's a, there could be some conflicting thoughts and dogmas and staunch stances, stubbornness in some of these areas. Not all of them, some of, some of them. However, it's really beautiful, very comforting knowing that there is an intersection where philosophy, religion, science, these places meet. And that is, we are powerful beings and we are even more powerful when we are together. So let's use this tool to bring each other together. Thank you for listening. I hope that was supportive. If you found that supportive, please leave a five-star review and share that with a friend or a loved one that you feel like could benefit from this. Intro and outro music by Bureaucratic. You can check out the link in the description box so you can support him. And once again, the only time is right now. So thank you for using your right now by being here with me. Drive safe.